702. Family Matters. Why am I rushing to... They're going to say to me, oh, you love relationship topics. <laughs> it's our Family Matters feature this morning on the Clement Magnatella show. And I want us to have a conversation about naming children this morning. When do you decide on a child's name? Is it before or after they're born? And what do you consider before choosing a name? Like, do you name them after your favorite celebrity? Do you name them after your great parents, your great great parents? Right? Choosing your baby's name is an important decision that you make as a parent. Yes, it can be fun, but the responsibility of naming another human being can make it a bit intimidating. I mean, after all, that child is going to carry that name throughout their life, right? You know, some people consider giving a tribute to deceased relatives right they want to honor their heritage their ancestry you know some people just want to maintain a brand of initials like the same initials for everyone in in the immediate family and some just just want to create a unique name you know out of a combination of family first or or last name I and mean, if you go check out Kanye West's children's names i mean you you will be shocked <laughs> isn't there one called west is it north yeah, north or west or northwest <laughs> so people also get creative when they're naming their children so what do you consider before naming your child and how do you deal with people who want to name your child like imagine your mother comes and says i also want to give a name your father and then your mother-in-law your father-in-law like how do we limit it how do we limit that process where priority is it's us as the parents who are going to name the child or maybe you come from a background um right you come from a background a family where you know you as the mother and the father it's not your responsibility to actually name your children you've got to give that responsibility to the grandmother or to the grandfather um how does it work let's share our experiences on 011883 0702. The WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. I mean, there's name like, names like Chicago, like Sam, like Saint. Um, I told you about North, uh, Kanye West's child. Uh, there are many other names where parents are just being creative. But one thing I have sort of seen in life is that literally the meaning of your name almost follows you and you become part of it. Like when you are Matsidiso, when you are Tabo, when you are Tabisang, like there's something we're able to pick up in your personality, right? That we can link to the meaning of your name. So, how do you name your children? How were you named? 011-883-0702. The WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. Lilia Schutt is a parenting coach who's going to be guiding us through this discussion. I'll also bring in Gogo Dineo and Glanzi who is an African spiritual teacher and healer later on um, to also give us her perspectives around the issue of naming children. Uh, Lilia, thank you so much for making time. Good morning. Good morning, Clement. It's so good to be here. When, when parents are deciding on how to name and what to name their children, what are normally the, the considerations? And when should parents start deciding on the name of the child should it be during the pregnancy 
or after the child is born? Mm-hmm. I know that it will be unique depending on people's religion, um, race, ethnicity, etc. So I can only speak to what I know, but I think that mothers typically start and fathers bonding with their baby when it's still in utero, right? Like imagining who is this unique person going to be? Uh, what do we want them to be? What values do we want them to uphold? And mm. imagine what they're going to name Ooh. a child before they've even conceived a child, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Lilia, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. I thought I thought we were losing you there. Yeah, just continue, please. Uh, so I think we have a, a connection, a bond with the baby that we're carrying, typically, not always, but typically we do. And it's through this process that parents would start to imagine what they want to name their child based on how they imagine that child's life unfolding or who they imagine that child will be. So typically based on either a sense of belonging, right? Belonging to this lineage, to this family, or some people prioritize authenticity, like wanting their child to be unique and stand out. So either I typically see parents choosing something where the child will fit in or some people want their child to stand out. And that often influences how they name their child. Mm-hmm. So, so some parents, uh, I often see that when they name their child, they want to describe either the difficulty or the smooth process with which they carried, you know, that particular that that particular child. But sometimes there are conflicts where. You know, the father wants to give the name, the mother wants to give the name, then the grandparents want to be involved as well. How, in your experience, Mm -hmm. from what you've seen, how have parents navigated this, where they want to be the ones that give the name, but sometimes there are all these different other family members who want to have a say. I know that Will Smith, for instance, um, I read his book, uh, and in the book he talks about how um, they were naming, they gave their older children an opportunity to name their younger children. So when there's the baby on the way, they go to the older siblings and they say, okay, there's a baby on the way. What would you want us to name them? So the, the process okay. can be so encompassing and bring in so many um, people, but then you're going to end up with like 6,000 names. So how do parents right. navigate you know, that, that, you know, that environment where... It's not just them who want to name the child. Mm-hmm. And this can cause so much conflict, right? We do see this. We see mothers really struggling yeah. because you have a need to please your in-laws, your parents, your oldest children. But also, I, I believe, I mean, I want to be respectful of all the different traditions that we have as humans, but I believe it really should be up to the parents ultimately, right? It's so cool to include all the siblings and to honor our parents and everybody who's going to love this child. But ultimately, it needs to be the parents who decide because this is their opportunity to name a child um, according to mm. their heart, what, what feels right for them. 
Mm. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick ad break. Uh, when we come back, I'll, I'll take some more calls. I want you to share your experiences with us, right? How do you decide um, when you're naming your child? Um, is it a decision you make before pregnancy, during pregnancy, after pregnancy, and you've seen this little human being and you decide what you're going to name them? And, and how extensive is your involvement of other parties, right? Do you involve your grandparents? Do you talk to your friends? You know, I've been consulted before by a friend who was about to name their child. Um, will Smith will contact, you know, will, 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 will bring in and involve his older children and say, there's, there's a new one coming. What do you want to name them? And then you've got grandparents who also want to be involved. And then you're going to end up like Clement, who's got three names. Because everybody wanted to have a say as to what name he takes up. So, how do you navigate that environment? 011-883-0702. I'll take your WhatsApps as well on 072-702-1702 after this. Growing the economy and creating jobs through localization. The Clement Magnatella Show on 702 is coming to you live from the Biolocal Summit and Expo, Santon Convention Center. 20 minutes after 11 o'clock it's our family matters feature and we are discussing naming children right what do you consider uh before giving your child a name benny you're calling from bramfontein good morning morning clement my son's name is vicaravelo and uh, the reason why uh, the name vicaravelo the name was given by uh, his grandmother, uh, his grandfather from the mother's side, on the basis that uh, the mother went to varsity, and uh, it is only after uh, she came back from varsity that uh, she became pregnant, and uh, and he was born. And uh, my second one is Matohonolo um, Arabile. We wanted uh, the girl mm. child. So on the basis that God has answered, then I decided O'Arabili will be, you know, the mm. the correct name. You know, the name is very, very important when it comes to a child. I remember growing up in the Denbu Butatwana, there was this guy who was named Mudidi. And uh, the guy was so poor, he even died poor. And Mudidi means poverty. Yeah. Yes, it means poverty. And that guy, you know, it's, uh, and he was so poor in everything that he was doing. So I have taken the decision that I will not even go into name my kids uh, um, with uh, the grandmother saying, with whoever, they have to start from scratch. Mm. Because yeah, one other thing, yeah. in Sesuana, they say, I, I don't know how to, can I put it in English, Lina Leaborelung. If, if if he was mm. if he was if he was poor like this guy that I'm I'm saying he was poor then uh, he will end up poor. Mm. All right, Benny. Yeah. Sorry, on Buikarabelo. So Buikarabelo is what? Is it responsibility? It's responsible. What the is mother it? was responsible. The mother was oh, responsible. Oh, was responsible. Yes, he went to varsity. She didn't disappoint the parents, and she came back. Mm. It's only when she was waking after varsity that he became pregnant oh. with our uh, first son then that's beautiful he, yeah. yeah 
that's beautiful. Benny, thank you, man. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's hear what the other listeners think. Is it Sagrin in Renbeck? Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right, man. Go ahead. Thank you for taking my call. Look, uh, my first choice on, on one of my sons was uh, the name Judas. And I had a huge rebellion from the family. So <laughs> Judas? Judas. <laughs> Sagrin. <laughs> okay, please explain. Uh, I really wanted to name him Judas, and, and uh, there was such an uprising. So I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> I, I, I chose something like about 30 to 35 names, and I sent that list to every single member of our family, every single member, and I asked them to choose the top three. And, uh, and what I did, it was like a voting system, and what I did, but every mm. single member of the family. And then what I did was the first choice, and the second, the first and second, I took them and I named my children. And, and what I've found is that, mm. remember, it's getting every single family member involved in the naming of a child. Mm. And as I said, it worked. And, and now we've got uh, Andrew Daniel, and we've also got mm-hmm. Ethan Caleb. Uh, but uh, as I said, my first choice was Judas. But, uh, you know... Uh, Why, though? Why, Julius? What were you betrayed? <laughs> Who betrayed you, Sagren? <laughs> Imagine the poor child. Wow, Sagren. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling, Philip in Highlands North. Hi. Hi, hi. Yeah, when my son is now 28, and when he was born, my wife and I couldn't decide on a name. She liked the name Benjamin. I liked the name Matthew. So we took a whole hmm. lot of pieces of paper. And we put it into a hat, and we got the one of the nursing sisters to put up the, the, the name. Uh, <laughs> since then, he hasn't forgiven us, and he's now decided he's going to call himself <laughs> he's going to call himself Mitchell because he says we couldn't even decide on what to call him. Uh, <laughs> what a funny story! Wow, the poor nurse at the hospital now who's got to decide the fate um, of this little one. Bakang in Centurion, what's your story? Hi. Hi, Clement. I hope you are. Um, for me, I have only one child. It's a lot of boys. But for me, what we yeah. decided, my husband decided on the name actually before I even got pregnant. It was like, we have a baby. It's going to be a boy or girl. Mm. So I just accepted it. And for his middle name, um, the maternal grandparents got to name him. Um, I guess my only thing is with me and names is um, it has to be like a Sana name because me and husband Habi are both Sana. Um, and then mm-hmm. more towards a Christian name. But I was happy with Katahoni's success. Um, and I think he's leaving mm-hmm. up to his name so far. He's only six years old. But I always say yeah. to my husband, I'm like, our second baby, I get to name. So the first name will definitely <laughs> come from me. And then hopefully the yeah. middle name can come from the paternal side of the family. But... For me, with our family, how we decided mostly has to be a Christian name, like my name, and no, yeah. like, strictly Tuana. We say no, yeah. no, no, no. No English names for us. So that's how we decided yeah. on our part. Oh, so you guys still give them Christian names? Yes, I'm a firm believer in Christian names. Yeah. And and I always say, because our parents have these English names, I, I, I believe it's like, uh, sorry, uh, slave names, but I'm like, you know yeah. what, I, I want to name them first middle name and your first name has to yeah. be in our home language. So for us, which, which character from the Bible do you choose, though? Do you choose Magdalena? Um, do you choose... <laughs> do you choose... 
Joshua. For me, I wouldn't name, I wouldn't, not according to like prophets or anything, but it would definitely like my yeah. name, Bakang, means praise. And then my oh, middle name is Molo So my name was taken oh, from my yes. name at church that meant praise. Yeah. So for me, mm. it'll be like Olo Boheng, those, that, that's what, for me, when I say Christian names, mm. that's what I mean. So there's oh, okay. a meaning behind gotcha. it, either we thanking God or it's praise. Like mm. on my side, like my husband's name is Tabo. So then it's yeah. mostly that. Not so much based on um, on Joshua and no, my <laughs> yeah, say hi to Tabo. Give me it because my yes. my first name is Tabo. Your 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 sister's name. My first name is also Tabo. Yeah, yeah, my first name Tabo Tando Clement, <laughs> and the listeners have given me my major, which, by the way, I'm going to be adding on my ID very soon. Uh, Lilia, let's talk now about the tension that arises. How do you say to your in-laws, or your grandparents, or even your own parents that? We appreciate you. We know that you want to be involved in naming the child, but we've decided this is a responsibility we are going to take up as parents. I mean, that can be really tough, especially for parents or great-great-parents who are used to the system of being involved in the naming of the child. Yes. Oh, yes. And, of course, we want to please our parents, right? Um, We don't want to cause conflict. But I do think it's such a brave and courageous thing to do. In our generation, there's more awareness that it is the parent's responsibility, right? It takes a village, of course. But there are some things that are really sacred to the parents. And one of them is naming their child. Of course, if you're happy to have your whole family included, and that feels good and true to you, then great. But if a mom or a dad really dislike a name that the family come up with or they have a particular name that they feel is what they want to name their child, then it's really brave to say, as you just said, so respectfully, we know that you want to be a part of this. Of course, we understand that. And this is the name we've chosen, right? And that is is tough to do, but I think it's important so that we can change things up a little bit and have more autonomy over how we decide to raise our children. Mm, yeah. Leila, uh, Lilia Scotts, or Schotts, uh, parenting coach, thank you so much for, um, for making time for us here. The Clement Magnatella Show on 702, live at the Santon Convention Center with Proudly South African. Learn more about how buying local can positively impact job creation in our economy. All right, let's continue our conversation on our Family Matters feature this morning. We're discussing naming children. I will be bringing on Gogo Dineo Ndlanzi um, in a short while. Let me just uh, play a few of your WhatsApp messages. Um, uh, also, some of the text messages that have come through before we get to that uh, conversation. Hi, Clement. Uh, my ex-wife and I named ours. Um, yeah, Abel, I think I need glasses, hey? Um, my, my, my ex-wife and I named ours. No parents involved at all. Uh, their names mean praise. Tumi show, Aubakwe and Rorisang. And then another message says, Clement, my daughter's name is Uratilwe Kimudimu. I decided on the name because the father 
was not involved in the pregnancy. He just was absent and I just wanted her to know that she's loved by a greater father, which is God. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Um, another message says, oh, by the way, my niece also, my niece's name also is Oratilwe. Um, another message says, hi, Clement. My son wants us to name our daughter, who is coming in May, Orange Juice. <laughs> my husband um, is a last-minute guy and hasn't applied his mind at, at his mind at this rate. Um, I'm going to make an executive decision. Our kids will have three names. I'm Zwana. He's from the Netherlands, where most names uh, most names sound Afri- Afrikaans, which is tricky in South Africa with our history. And we want to also have a neutral name. My son's neutral name is uh, Ghanaian. Uh, we... Uh, where's that? Uh, we leave family... Oh, we are leaving our family out because of politics. Um, I would have loved to give my kids Setswana names from our grandparents, etc. But they had uh, names that are quite sad. And I am ambitious and I'm, I'm about giving names that are positive. Back then, folks were okay to name their kids Matakala, um, Simakaleng, or names that can be explained. Yo, yeah. Wow, imagine your child wants you to, to name their sibling Orange Juice. Yeah, Will Smith and his wife went to their older child. Um, in fact, this was, I think it was Will Smith's son from the first marriage. And they said, yo, you got a brother coming up. Or was it a sister? Oh, it was, Jay, was it Jaden who came first? But they were like, you've got a brother or sister coming. What do you want us to name them? And that boy had a name that Will Smith was like, what? I'm not naming my child that, but they had to find a way uh, to work around it. So, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's really what, what happens. Okay, here's a WhatsApp voice note that's also came through. Yo, Clem, great show. Maybe Sagrin was betrayed by birth control. Hence, uh, Judas, he must, he must actually come clean and tell us where <laughs> the betrayal happened. That's a valid question. So we got a call earlier from Sagrin who says he wanted to name his child Judas. What? Who betrayed you, Sagrin? And Tato is suggesting here that you were betrayed by the birth control. <laughs> okay, let's bring in Gogo Dineo Ndlanzi now, who is an African spiritual uh, teacher, healer, um, and reverend. Gogo Dineo, thank you for making time. Good morning. Thank you, Clement, for having me. Good morning to you, too. Do you think we understand how significant that process is of naming children and how much thought and consideration do we need to give to that process so that it's not just a, oh, I like this name, it sounds sexy and cool, or, oh, this, this is the name of my favorite celebrity, so let's just give it to the child. Yeah, no, I think some of us do know, and some of us, um, you know, name because there's a name that needs to be given to a child. So, if we, you know, that child can be identified. But when we used to name, it was a process altogether. It wasn't, I wake up, I just discuss with my husband, then we name. Everything would play a role into the naming of a child because we understood that actually we are calling forward a soul's mission through a name. So if we're giving you a name, we are activating why you have incarnated on earth. So that's why there was a lot of consideration. So we'd consider the circumstances of conception, what happened during the pregnancy, and also during the birth of the child. And not only to the parents, 
but to also the community and the society because that child was then seen as a gift that is coming to age, age and add value to the community in which it was born into because, I mean, we have a proverb that says it takes a village to raise a child. Um, but right now it takes, you know, one parent, so it takes two people. It's not as it used to be. So the naming process then relies on the primary caregiver, whereas before it was a collective, um, you know, process where we understood that we are actually are activating somebody's soul's mission here. So we need to be considerate when we're naming that child. Mm. So should we... Uh, th- there are some people, Gogo know who feel that so they'll be followed by bad luck if they don't name the child after the grandmother or they don't take the suggestion of the grandmother um, or even the mother to say this is what this child's name should be. I mean, is that a thing? Or can parents, as long as they are satisfied that they've given a name that somehow reflects the journey of the pregnancy, that reflects the kind of life they're wishing on the child, is that sufficient or is there an obligation to always consider the suggestion from the elders? Well, the beauty of now, I have my, my last born child is four names. Because <laughs> at the last minute, my dad was praying in the river Yo. and the name came and we've already decided on the three names as you know, both, yeah. both me and my husband and, and, and both sides of the family. So I, yeah. I think that putting pressure on parents about they must take a name because you don't just take a name. Traditionally, you don't just take a name. Because the reason you do a ritual to actually ask for that name is so that you are not taking everything of the person who carries the name. Because some people have that trait mm. and you want to name them. So, you know, then you are naming them and you are, remember, you're calling for the soul's mission. So that soul is connected to the soul that has passed away and they really didn't mm. live a palatable life. So what are you imposing on your child? So sometimes I think mm. as, as a way of us, you know, getting through and going through mourning processes or dealing with a loss, we want to then want to burden the newborn with the name of somebody who will clearly know that their life was not really palatable. So if we're going to do that, then there has to be a ritual because some children will be troubled as if they've got, you know, a spiritual calling to become a healer. But it's because they took upon a name that has burdens and curses on it. Ah, yeah, I see. Um, so, is it also fine to name your children after yourself? I mean, it happens where you know, there must be a Clement Jr. Or, and then, <laughs> should I ask myself first, just Clement, or Clement, would I want my child to live, you know, and, and have the influences of the life I have lived first before I start naming them after us as the parents? But if you look at when did we start having juniors, is when we had a lot of American TV influences, you know. So we yeah. rather, I mean, the issue of surnames is actually our forefathers' name. So yeah. it means right? So it wasn't the you know Femen Junior, Tipo Junior. That actually came with a lot of Western influences on us. Um, but culture does evolve because. We don't become the same people. Our environment then and our environment now um, also has shifted and has changed. But I'm just saying that let's be very considerate because we are calling forward somebody here. Every time you are named, Mm. we are actually validating something in that child. So the consideration of a name, and that's why it's also very important to sit down with the elders, not because they're there to dictate, but to say we were thinking of, you know, like again, my son, as I'm talking, I dreamt of the name and we, I spoke to my husband about it and we engaged my mother about it because how, 
Yeah. Oh, Coco, you know we're losing you. Are you losing oh, me? Oh, sorry, sorry, we were, yeah, sorry, we were losing you a little bit there. But I think I think we got the point. Um, you were okay. making. What about names that do not necessarily have meaning? I mean, what Kanye West, Coco, you know they're naming their kids North. No wonder <laughs> there's so much madness. West. No wonder there's so much madness <laughs> in the West, right? I mean, if you look at 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 at, yeah. at people who sometimes it feels like their name has has nothing. You know, they they mm. they somewhat self sabotage. I mean, there's a lot of other things that are contributing factors, but names are very powerful to us and they're very important to us. And that's why I say be very mm. considerate. And sometimes names that look like, oh my God, how would you name your child Matlakala? It's because children would not make it to full time. So we needed a name yeah. that will actually, you know, uh, break that, that, that curse in the family. So by naming them such a name, but give them a middle name and also allow your children mm. to, to, in the future, to consider taking a name that really resonates and speaks to them. My first name is Maria. Yeah. And then I went to Dinao, mm. which is actually my third name. And I said, well, mm. Dinao means actually, you know, a, a gift to the nation uh, and I it means Maria as well and it means Christina as well so my parents were very mm. supportive and I asked to be called Dinawa and look what Dinawa brought me it brought me Coco Dinawa the spiritual teacher and healer mm. so we need to be not mm. to be attached as parents as well as we name our children my second born first name is Sabelo but she's now transitioning and she's decided to go into she's gender transitioning because for her Sabelo has mm. got a strong you know gender um, uh, association to it and then she's went to her second name which is Tiamo and Tiamo is a gender neutral mm. name yeah yeah wow no, 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 Magdalena, no, Maria, Magdalena. Thank you, Dino. Thank you for me. Mama Jess, Okay, go with Dino and Lanzi, African spiritual teacher, healer, and Reverend. Thank you for making time for us. It's ten minutes before twelve. Hey, your voice, your questions, your morning radio with Clement Maniatella. This is seven o two. All right, eight minutes now before twelve o'clock. I will be bringing in a short while uh, some of the local businesses that are showcasing here um, at the Buy Local Summit and Expo. I just want to wrap up this conversation with um, a few of the messages that have come through uh, around naming children. Stephanie uh, says, "Hi, Clement. We named our kids Rwandle, our son, which symbolizes the." Unending love, the care, the kindness, and the grace. Um, uh, you can't see where it starts or ends. Uh, also symbolizes our love, which is endless. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Um, and then he says, our second child, Tembeli, uh, she is our beautiful hope, uh, the one who will show us what we haven't seen. Oh, that's beautiful. I think I'm going to steal that. Yeah, Timberly, that sounds that sounds beautiful, and I love the meaning behind that. Um, and then there's another message here from someone says, Clement, um, my name is Kiromo Dichwe. I was born just after my grandfather's death. I was given uh, the name by my mom, who had just lost her dad. Uh, so again, that is reflecting on what was happening um, at the time of the pregnancy. All right, thank you so much for your messages. I think you've also given us some suggestions on what we can name our kids. We, we talk on Twitter, by the way, says Clement. Um, I named our first girl Asante. Uh, thank you. We named her 
five weeks while pregnant because we knew the sex 10 years before our marriage. We wanted to thank God for keeping his word. Our boy Amani, which means peace, um, we chose Swahili. We wanted the names that will not be uh, bullied um, and also glorify God. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us.